Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Uh, do you mix sauces? <laughs> it's Sauce Talk on the Colleen and Bradley Show, sauces. My Talk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Saucy. Trainer. Sauce Talk, do you mix sauces? And if so, what sauces do you mix? Uh, Can I ask a question? Yes, please. 651-641-1071. Sorry, I cut you off. Uh, what's, what's the, what, what prompted Sauce Talk? Thank you for asking, Bradley. So remember when Heinz made Cranch and everybody's like, oh my gosh, Cranch, it's ketchup and ranch. It's so great. And I was like, okay, my kids have been doing that for years and they call it Ranch Up, but now you can pay for the privilege to just purchase it and squirt it directly out of the bottle onto your plate. Remember that? Yeah. Well, there seemed weird. I don't know, whatever. They had such success apparently with, uh, actually, they didn't even call it Cranch. They, they they have another one called Mayo Chup. Yeah. Which is so that's the worst name ever. Yeah, go back to the Ketcho. Wouldn't you have done Ketcho? Like Ketcho. I would call it Ketchanaise. Um Ketchanaise. Well, you know, because it's mayonnaise and ketchup. I am I am aware of oh, what geez. it is. Okay, Thanks well, for clarifying. Oh, thank you. Anyway, <laughs> they, also, mayo, ketchup, ketchup. they also have another one called honey racha, which is no, honey and sriracha. Put your honey rancha away. Not rancha. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but my point is this Heinz is making money off people who are mixing their sauces because there's three new ones that I'm gonna tell you about. Cool. But I want to know who's a sauce mixer. 651-641-1071. Because I've seen all you people. I've seen you sauce people. I I've, just, I've seen how you do this. I must be old-fashioned. Say more. I don't mix sauces. I don't, no, I don't want me, my sauces to comes touch. pre-mixed. It's like the sauce is the mix, and that's it. That's what you do. Yeah, mayo serves a purpose. Now, occasionally if a fry gets caught in mayo and ketchup, I'm not going to complain. No. But I don't squirt and my partner does all that kind of like squirt and mixing. You know, like he he loves to doctor everything up. Like his hot sauce, he will put in with his ketchup. Which okay, I have a well I don't want to insult no, your partner. Please do. He's not listening. I'm just I that's like what people who aren't actual cooks do. They're like, oh, this is great. I'm going to make flavors. Okay, and you're so, like, but the food already has the flavor. Okay, so this is the same person that when I put the food on the table yeah. that I've, you know, just labored over, um, immediately douses it in hot sauce before right. tasting it. Right, yeah. right. So, so, yes. Yes. Um, okay, so ready? Here I go. I'm going to tell you the other, the three new mashups, the three new sauces that Heinz is putting out. Okay? okay. Sauce. <laughs> One of them is Hanch. 
No. no. Hanch? What's hanch? You guess. Hot ranch? Hot sauce and ranch. Okay. Hanch? Okay, the next one. Are you ready for the next one? I don't like that word. Wasabioli. Okay, so that's obviously wasabi and aioli. Yeah, it's wasabi and garlic aioli. Okay. And the last one, I'm about to be sick. Tarchup? Tarchup. I don't... <laughs> I think I think you did just tarchup. It's, it's tartar sauce and ketchup. <laughs> oh, God. Tarchup? It's so gross. Yes. I think tarchup... That's nasty. Also, isn't tarchup just special sauce? Isn't that just like the special sauce on uh, a Big Mac? No, that's Thousand Island dressing. Yeah, but essentially all the ingredients are the same. Ketchup, pickles, mayo. Fine. Oh my God, rude. <laughs> you got really offensive as if you had made the tarchup. Also, there are so many reasons the word tarchup is just, it just not <laughs> right. You don't want to eat anything with the word tar no. in it or chup. I guess you do ketchup, but. Well, and tartar sauce. Hanch. No. <laughs> How about we just be fancy and call it hunch? Hunch. <laughs> Pass me the hunch. The tartroop. Ish. I. What else? Tartar sauce. I guess you couldn't mm-hmm. catch char- what? charter. No. First of all, <laughs> why are you mixing anything with your tartar sauce to begin with? Man, good, good observation. They, because they sat in a room and said this, this cranch business was really successful. You've been in this room before, Colleen. Yes, this is true. And people are like, this is successful. Let's mix some other let's, sauces. Let's just squirt everything together. Okay, but if you're going to squirt everything together, and tartar sauce is one of the things, why wouldn't your other sauce be cocktail sauce? Why didn't? Why wouldn't you make... Cocktail... No, <laughs> you better be careful with that one. <laughs> like tartail sauce. Catch tail. Yeah, tartail? Like, what did you say? Tartail sauce. Tartail? Tartar and cocktail? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I'm saying, because that's a seafoody experience, right? Like, why <laughs> Why are you trying to make tartar sauce cross over? I do like tartail you, sauce, or at least the you. notion of those two sauces combining forces. Like, they're doing this wrong. Yeah. 651-641-1071. I know our listeners can do better. I know why they're not calling in, because I fully, totally insulted anybody who mixes sauces. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. It's fine. But prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I'm, I'm not judging you for not cooking. I'm just saying, like, like mixing sauces is a thing I'm that you do when you're trying to be ketchup. a cook. Hot I don't chup. know why they didn't. Hot sauce and ketchup. Yeah. Because that's uh, essentially what Sri Racha... Well, no, there's no tomato, I guess. But but it's funny that they did honey and um, sriracha because sriracha, you guys, is just sugar. There is, like, spoonful for spoonful, a spoonful, isn't it? Right? What the is sriracha is basically just sugar and I don't ketchup. Know. I don't put enough of that on me uh, on anything on me. <laughs> Spicy. What? I was gonna. I say don't put f- enough of that sauce on me to know better. I was gonna say my food, but then it just was me. On me food. On me food. I don't put enough of that sauce on my food. <laughs> To, for it to register because okay. it's, it's a little spicy for yeah, for my Norwegian tongue. Um, Holly, who do we have on the line? Let's go to Kathy. Hi, Kathy. Kathy, do you mix up sauces? Hi, Kathy. What sauces do you mix up? Oh, I love to mix up a good cocktail sauce, and then I add in extra horseradish because it's just not strong enough. 
Oh, so you like to add extra horsey to your cocktail cocktail sauce. sauce. And I feel like... <laughs> Please don't mash up those. There's a name that we're not going to say for that one. Uh, horse Horseradish and cocktail <laughs> sauce. I kind of love that. Thank you for, for that. Have we're a good 12. day, Kathy. It's a problem. Um, but I get that. Like that. Okay, to me, horseradish, that doesn't... I don't even think of that as a sauce, even though yeah. it is. Yeah, no, it, it is. is a, sauce. a prepared horseradish sauce. Yeah. yeah. So that makes sense. Also... I can't give it away. I'm going to give it away because we're never going to do it. My husband always talked about having like some sort of sauce that was made from miso and honey and calling it miso honey. I, first of all, the thought of putting miso, do you, do you dip stuff in miso? It isn't, I, nobody knows how it tastes. It's just a great name. <laughs> Someday, Colleen, your dream will become a reality. Thank you. When we come back. Horsey Stop. cocktail sauce. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we touched on this very briefly uh, in the Dirt Alert update with, or in the Dirt Alert with Elizabeth Reese. Gail King wants us all to know that Harry and Will have spoken. Oh. Um, we're going to talk about it after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Okay, so I saw this article earlier today in the Daily Mail, and I was like, okay, we got to talk about this. And I also realized it was the shortest article I've ever seen in the Daily Mail. Oh, that's saying something. I know. This is the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. Oh, they've expanded on it. Oh. Uh, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Not kidding you. When I saw this article earlier, it was less, it was like one paragraph. Uh, and the headline was, uh, Gail King, oh my gosh, the headline has also changed. Uh, Gail King says that Harry and Will have spoken and the talks were unproductive. Uh. Now uh, it is a longer uh, article, but they felt it was very important to share it right away this morning. That oh, Gail so they King just had to let you know. They had to just let you know. Gail King said uh, this morning on GMA we that... <laughs> What? It's now like a thousand pages long. I know. It's that, they gave it the Daily Mail treatment where they just basically retell the entire story of Harry and Meghan. And, All the stories. Yeah. This morning, on, I'm sorry, CBS This Morning, not GMA. CBS This Morning, Gail King said, well, I'm not trying to break news, but I did actually call them, meaning she called Meghan and Harry, to see how they were feeling. And it's true. Harry has talked to his brother and he has talked to his father, too. The word I was given was that those conversations were not productive, but they are glad they've at least started a conversation. And I think what is still upsetting to them is the palace keeps saying they want to work it out privately, but yet they believe these false stories are coming out that are very disparaging against Meghan still. No one in the royal family has talked to Meghan yet at this particular time, and I think it's frustrating for them to see that it's a racial conversation about a ro the royal family when all they wanted all along was for the royals to intervene and tell the press to stop with the unfair, inaccurate, false stories that definitely have a racial slant. Anyway, she went on, uh, Gail King did, but I just, like, to me, there's something, there's like seven things that are interesting about this. Yeah. Number one, that Gail King is the one sharing this. It, it, like, I just think it's weird, and this tells you a lot about how relationships among the very celebrity uh of people go right like so sh they're friends with oprah mm -hmm. oprah's friends with gail ergo gail has 
Harry and Meghan on speed dial, or right. can at least, at the very least, um, more accurately, I'm, I'm assuming, Gail said, you know, or somebody reached out to Gail through Oprah, maybe, and said, we have an update if anybody wants it, you know, or I, I can just imagine how this all went down, but it is fascinating to think that Gail King is just a phone call away from um, Prince Harry. Right. Right? Like, Gail, I continue to just marvel at Gail King's life. Right? She's like, the best life. I mean, just all of the stuff that she has experienced in her life, the the successes she's had, and just the people, I mean, really from a really selfish standpoint, the people that she gets to be connected to mm-hmm. as a result of her career and so, friendship. So apparently she just, like, gives them a call, and it's like, how are you guys doing? And then they tell her all of this, and then what? Do they then say, go ahead and share that on your show this morning? Or do they say, don't say anything, please? Or do they not say anything? And so she feels fine to well, just I'm sure share they said that. Say this, right? Well, I know that. I mean, it's pretty obvious that they did, but it's so the way she rolls it out. It's like, I'm not trying to say anything, but I'm going to say everything. Well, of course. Like, yeah, that's the part where I'd roll my eyes at Gail a little bit. Like, girl, just yeah. tell us what you know. Yeah. And we just don't care. Tell us that they gave their blessing uh, for you to share it. I will say it's also important because, truthfully, the thing that my eyes were open to in the interview with Oprah uh, from Harry and Meghan is that Whatever you think of their motives or like what their plan for the life was together, they are in a very precarious position in terms of um, private security. Yes. And that requires a lot of money and that requires a lot of fast thinking. And I did. There was another story that I didn't dig too deeply into, but essentially argues that. The palace is launching an investigation into these allegations that Meghan Markle was bullying staff yeah. yep. at Buckingham Palace as sort of like an HR thing. Like, well, we take these matters very seriously. And I'm like, here you have again the tabloids pushing out the story yeah. that Meghan is difficult, which going back to what we heard them talk about in their interview, puts them puts her specifically, but their child their family at risk in a way that because they're not a part of senior royal family duties, they need to protect themselves from that's like whatever you think about celebrities, you do understand that there are people in the world Mm -hmm. who would like to do them harm and you would be irresponsible if you didn't take that seriously. I think it's weird to me that we've that like royalty and celebrities elevate people to that level but that's the world we live in so i can't argue with that so what i'm saying is i really do have a there's an empathy i can't say this episode is brought to you by snapple welcome to the snapple market auditory experience close your eyes imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store you make your way to the back and reach for your favorite snapple flavor you can't wait you take a sip whoa that's a lot of flavor What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. 
Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Empathy, because I don't know what that must feel a like. A sensitivity. A sensitivity, an understanding that they are right in trying to put out a narrative that defends them or gives them some sort of pushback on what the palace is trying to publish. Right, because they don't have the same, you know, means to to be safe as the palace provided them. Yeah. And so, and, you know, actually, I think both Holly and I were um, taken with that part of the interview as well. Yeah. Because I'm going to, I'll say it, I'll, I'll be the one to say that when we first heard that storyline, uh, when there was first question about who was going to pay for security, I think we all were like, well, who cares? Like, yeah. you know, pony up. Yeah. If but, you want to go your set, because we all thought they were trying to go their own way. Okay. Yeah. You want to go your own way, pay, your, pay own for way. your own security. Exactly. Yeah. But that reframed it for us because at the end of the day, they're part of the royal, you know, the, the royal family created them. And then the royal family no longer will take responsibility for protecting them. However, they're still affiliated with the royal family and they still are under the scrutiny like the royal family. And now they're responsible for their own security. Yeah. Well, and it the last no year sense. has taught us that we need to take security very seriously. Very seriously. Regardless of what you think of the people involved. Yeah. When we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, celebrities behaving badly. We have a name for them. That name is D-Bags. D-Bags. We'll tell you about them after this on My Talk 107.1. Celebrities case. behaving badly. We are wide awake to that on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 107.1 streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Ranch. That is hot sauce and ranch. Yep. I don't um, think I would like that, by the way. I don't think I would either. Oh, no. Oh, no. Sorry, I have to find my article elsewhere because it's behind a paywall. Yeah, that's Um, fine. You want me to start? Yes, uh, because we have some celebrities behaving badly. We call them... D-Bag! Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Oh, hi, guys. Who's your D-Bag? My D-Bag today is Chloe Kardashian. Oh, it's, I say Chloe because I've still not understood why she puts an accent over the E. Well, if she does, we better use it. Right? So, Chloe. Chloe. Kardashian. Uh, reveals one thing she and her sisters never do as moms. Quote, we hate it. <laughs> but it's not actually the thing that drove me nuts in this uh, Gritty Pretty Magazine article that Chloe did. Uh, about the final upcoming season of Keeping Up with the Kardashians, which also offers some parenting advice that she and her siblings know not to do. Um, So I'll give you the advice, but also it's something else she talks about in this article, and I just thought, as a mother, Mm -hmm. uh, I would make your eyes roll out of your head, Colleen. Because I'm sure she's very relatable as a mother. Can't wait. Speaking with Australia's Gritty Pretty Magazine. Gritty Pretty Magazine? Yeah. Is that like a cat litter supplement? (laughs) Gritty Pretty. Oh, that is a tease for my story. Well, that could be Kit... What? Oh, you'll see. Go on. Oh. Kitty Pretty 
that that's or Kitty Gritty. Anyway, um, oh, that would be a good litter name, Kitty Gritty. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the piece of advice, she goes, she says, you know, there are always challenges with raising kids, but I'm so fortunate to have strong family support. We also know that we have individual families and don't like to give a lot of advice unless it's solicited. We never mom shame. We hate a shamer. Which, you know, we, we know. We know. <laughs> yeah, because she claps back at shamers constantly. She hates a shamer. She hates a shamer. And I was like, okay, well... Sure, I'll allow it. I mean, I'm sure there are instances where she shames the heck out of people. But she's talking to Pretty Gritty and talking about being a mom and stuff. But then she made this little comment, and I just thought, oh, my God. Think about all the other women in the world right now dealing with what they're dealing with as moms. Quote, my days... Well, I'll lead up with uh, the way they describe it. Chloe, 36, shares daughter True who turns three next or three years old next month with Tristan Thompson. She tells the magazine she makes it a point to find quality time with her daughter, even on the most hectic of work days. Quote, Oh, gosh. My days can get kind of busy with conference calls, so I try to make sure True and I spend quality time together in the morning, and then we'll have dinner before we do our bedtime routine. Hmm? My days can grow quite busy with conference calls. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. All right. So you have to do what I don't know. Everybody else is doing. Yeah, I mean. Also, can you just imagine for me? And this is where I'm petty, so I apologize. You don't have to apologize. Mm-mm. What At do least you imagine these conference calls are like? They're like. I with mean, Chloe Kardashian. Well, if she's drinking her tummy tea, she's probably doing them from the bathroom. There's probably actually, you know, to give Chloe credit, there probably is extensive discussion and planning of filter usage yes. on Instagram. That's true. Yes. You are absolutely correct. I stand wholly corrected. Mm-hmm. She has to art direct her selfies. Right. Um, it's not that I don't think she has difficulties in her life, but I hate when people like Khloe Kardashian, specifically, who spend their entire life telling us how they live a life unlike any of ours. Yeah. You, you, right. they are anything but relatable. Right. I could give you chapter That's their brand, is to not be relatable. So you're not relatable, yet you're trying to, I just, it rubs me the wrong way when people like this try to be, and I'll just say celebrities, there's yeah. nothing particular about Khloe Kardashian, right. but uh, celebrities who pretend to be relatable in a moment when the better thing to say is, I can't imagine what it's like for most parents in this moment Mm -hmm. but even i who am fairly privileged have had to struggle with how to maintain my sanity Mm -hmm. and you know children's sanity during this difficult time right to your point when she says my days can get quite busy with conference calls i'm like "Mm -hmm." so like everybody else in the world yeah who's on zoom all day and doing their jobs Without the aid of nannies, sisters, cousins, all on site. Staff. Also, I've seen her workouts. She's not on her conference calls all day. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Do better. Gritty. Mm. Pretty. I also don't understand what that is. Okay. Well, thank you for bringing that up. Because remember when I said that was a good tease for my story? When you said it would be a great kitty litter? Have you heard the story about George Clooney, who is my D-bag today? Oh, no. You know, George Clooney, 
who, which one, one of you guys was absent when I disclosed that I've decided I cannot abide. That was Holly. Okay. Yeah. Holly was gone. Because yeah, I, I was, was quite shocked that you. I just, I've decided I can't stand him. Because it's this like overly, like, I'm going to be this charming, handsome guy. I got a flow mate. He's like a great big child and like has oh, no responsibility and blah, blah, blah. It's so irritating. Like, I'm like, I see what you're doing. It's all an act. Okay. So. George Clooney was on the Smartless podcast. Okay. Uh, which, is. by the way, is Jason Bateman, Will Arnett, and Sean Hayes' podcast. No, I don't want to listen to that. Mm, do not want. God, we are so bitchy today. I, fine. It's Tuesday. Leave us alone. George Clooney <laughs> was on, and he was talking about a prank that he played on richard kind who's his bestie apparently okay oh my gosh you guys and fellow investor in some sort of tequila company of course uh he said i he was working and i'm waiting for an audition and i go into the bathroom and there's a kitty litter box next to the toilet oh god no and there's some cat stuff in it and i scoop it up and i flush it down the toilet and the next day the cat does that again and i flush it down the toilet and then richard checks and it goes on for like three or four days so then he worried that the cat was constipated because he found no cat stuff in the kitty litter oh so then no 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 we're not done yet so then richard kind took the cat to the vet who prescribed it laxatives which made it go many times a day and so ta-da at that moment George Clooney decided he knew exactly what he needed to do to bring this prank all the way home. George Clooney pooped in the cat litter. <laughs> um. Mm-hmm. No. Nope. <laughs> I've got logistical questions. I, mean, I have so many thoughts. Holly, what's your logistical question? How did he do that on demand? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's pretty easy. Just shut the door and squat over the cat box. That's what I mean, he did. You know. Uh-huh. But my 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 frustration is he played a joke on his friend at the cat's expense. Yes, and... That cat was given uh, diarrhea La- yes. for no reason. Yes. Diarrhea. Yes. And then George Clooney, like, that is the, like... I love you guys. And if you all want to play a prank on me, I'm here for it, whatever. But <laughs> if that prank in involves your actual schmeekle <laughs> oh, <God>, matter, <laughs> I'm not interested. No. I do not. I think at that done. point, that's when you, that's when, you know, the joke, some, that's the moment in the episode of the TV show wherein the person thinks they're hilarious and then everyone just looks at the person like you crossed a, a line. very important line and that's why don't this is prank with doo-doo this is my issue with with george clooney like i read that and i go none of nothing about that was funny nothing about that story is funny to me but george clooney because he's george george clooney is gonna be like i'm so attractive and funny i'm just gonna like give you some finger guns and like make you laugh with my silly little prank <laughs> I can't stand him. I love that you are I so anti-Clooney. I, I, I don't what, use the H word. What is it about Clooney versus, say, Zac Efron? Zac Efron is just like sexy and kind of knows it, and is not trying to play the the game that Clooney's trying to play with us 
is so annoying. It's a character. It's not real. Okay. Yeah. Well, like, that was evidenced gonna... by the Floby experience. Thank you. Right? That's where it all began. And now he's just going to be like the dad that's all thumbs, you know, because the, the reason I decided I couldn't stand him was the moment when he was like, uh, I'll cut the boy child's hair, but I can't touch the girl child's hair. Okay. My wife wouldn't talk to me. I'm like, you are such a D bag. <laughs> he just is. We are getting such a wonderful <laughs> opening into your brain. Well, because anytime I get it, Colleen, anytime Thank that you. George Clooney talks about his wife, Amal, it sounds like an old school stand-up routine yes. well, from Rodney I, Dangerfield. It's, what, it's, what I will give you is that it does it does seem lazy. The celebrity narrative that he's perpetuating is lazy, just like we've given, for example, Rebel Wilson a hard time for trying to make a lot of celebrity and career mileage out of like old tropes about women right 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 and then and then this story with george clooney you know because i get it like part of his character is that he's a super prankster and i read that prank and i'm like that's terrible that's terrible on a ton of different levels can i just tell you from like a personal human perspective like there is a time and a place for like pranks how many times have we stopped ourselves from prank well we have pete we have prank. We have a story disorder. That. Yeah, we have a problem. But like we learned in that moment when we pulled a prank on coworkers mm-hmm. that like pranks aren't like they're they're not a consequence free behavior. No. And the problem is he's gonna like he made a cat have diarrhea and then he That's pooped. What I can't get and over. then he pooped in his friends. Now cat's I will say I think there is a certain part of me that finds that hysterically funny but if it were but your terribly, box if it well also if it's a co-worker i don't know that we should be <laughs> so my point is that now george clooney is like isn't that hilarious and everybody's like oh you're so funny george and he's just like like giving the finger oh, guns <laughs> and like he thinks it's so funny but it's not funny and nobody is gonna call george clooney up and be like bro that was not funny and here's why. Although, can I just tell you, that's a very dude thing. I to, think a lot of dudes would find that. <laughs> I think a lot of dudes would find that hilarious. I bet they yeah. would. Because, and I just yeah. don't like, think it's funny. But he will not. Pants. But he's yeah. not going to have any. Like, there's no consequence for him because he's George Clooney. Oh, he's George I'm Clooney. sorry. I mean, yeah. It makes mood. you wonder what else he's perpetuating. Mm-hmm. Perpetuating. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, none of George Clooney's friends are going to say deuces to that friendship. Oh, okay. Holly, well played. You were cooking that one up for a minute. Good job. Just like George Clooney <laughs> Thank was. Thank you. Exactly. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to clean the cat box. Okay. Mm. Yay. Actually, I want to talk about Chloe again. Okay. Unfortunately, we took a little break to talk about George Clooney pooping in a cat box. But I want to talk about Chloe again because um, I saw an interesting story in BuzzFeed News and I thought, yeah, that's the thing that's been driving me crazy. Thank you, BuzzFeed News. Okay. I'll tell you what it is after this on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071, streaming live. MITalk1071.com, Everything Entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Hello. Um, 
Okay, so I saw this headline in BuzzFeed News, and I was like, yeah, wait a second. We got to talk about this. Um, and it involves Khloe Kardashian, Tristan Thompson, and Jordan Woods. You remember that whole debacle? Of course, because we were convinced, I, w- I would argue, that we didn't quite have the whole story, but um, that this was all just, you know, uh, an attempt to tell a story that didn't actually happen Mm -hmm. and that at some point Jordan Woods would be welcomed back into the fold. That didn't turn out to be the case, though. No, that did not turn out to be the case. And in fact, Tristan Thompson has been uh, invited back into the Kardashian fold, but Jordan Woods is still in exile. So if you remember, the the story goes, um, Tristan Thompson had been busted cheating on his lady, that would be Khloe Kardashian, and then she stuck with him for a period of time. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And then at a party, Jordan Woods, bestie of Kylie Jenner, was uh, spotted kissing Tristan Thompson. And if I recall, it wasn't like there wasn't much more than a kiss and like the you know, everybody was like saying that it had something to do with the alcohol that was consumed at the party. I'm not saying that's an excuse, but I am saying that Chloe Kardashian shamed everybody very publicly, um, both Tristan and Jordan. Yeah. And Jordan and Kylie ended their friendship over this episode. Uh, Chloe, at one time, described Tristan's behavior as, quote, disgusting. And she said there was no chance she'd ever even think of taking him back. She said of the two people involved, Jordan and Tristan Thompson, you both collectively ruined your relationship with me, with your daughter, and with Kylie. Jordan Woods, remember, went on to do an interview on the Red Table Talks. And during that interview with the Smith, Jada Pinkett Smith and um, Willow Smith and, Mm -hmm. you know, the the hosts of the Red Table Talks, um, Jordan tried to clarify that, you know, that this is not was not intentional and that this was not, you know, what she did not mean to to break everything up. And. Chloe came back at her, remember? And she said, you are the reason my family broke up. Quote, why are you lying, Jordan Woods? If instead, if you're going to try to save yourself by going public, instead of calling me privately to apologize first, at least be honest about your story. By the way, you are the reason my family broke up. Well, now, Chloe has confirmed that she and Tristan are, in fact, back together. (laughs) After all of that... And where's Jordan Woods? Mm-hmm. In the wilderness. Yes. The woods. Still wilderness. in exile. You know. <clears throat> yeah. And she was not. I mean, I'm sorry. There were two people involved in that story. Also, I just think the last person you should be feeling uh, bad feelings about is the person that you 
that I don't know whenever there's like another person involved I'm like why spend your time on the other person when it seems like maybe the person you had a uh, an agreement with broke the agreement like mm-hmm. Tristan I'm saying right yeah. like be more upset with Tristan right or yourself because again with Chloe in particular we all said this and, and I, the fact that I know this about Chloe Kardashian like mm-hmm. I don't like, like the fact that I know this and I don't care mm-hmm. tells you that everybody in the world knows right. that she got what, she, you know, like the saying, you get what you pay for. Mm-hmm. You knew from the beginning that this man was a cheating cheater who cheated was going to potentially do this to you. So then when he does it to you, why are you going to be mad at him or the other woman? Yeah, why are you going to be mad at Jordan? Yeah, like I understand why, because we're, we're all petty and we have emotions mm-hmm. and they're not always rational. But like you're gonna take, you're gonna stop what you're doing and speak directly to her and yeah. like ruin her like image in the world. I don't know. I, it just doesn't make any sense to me why she would continue to make Jordan Woods pay consequences. And also, it tells a bigger story about the Kardashian relationship with women, yes, and their relationship with men, yes. And it's not a good picture. No, it's a terrible picture. Yeah. And if I were Khloe Kardashian, and I'm not. And I thank my lucky stars for that. I would be thinking about how I was going to rectify this publicly because she did some serious damage to Jordan Woods. Yeah. She did some, and especially given the fact and that her Jordan ability Woods, to earn money and make a career, like you can't just dump somebody over the side of the boat to fulfill your narrative and not think it's going to have real life consequences right. for her. We just had been through this with Megan and Harry. Hello. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> and Jordan Woods had been part of the, you know, essentially had been, you know, given status as part of the Kardashian family for a decade prior to all of this. Kylie, she and Kylie were best friends. Uh she was I I want to say she was highly involved in Kylie Cosmetics and ended up losing that position. Yeah, um, why her relationship with this? Yeah, like that makes no sense to me. Why she had to be excommunicated from that family because of something that also is like none of our business. Mm-hmm. Like I don't, but it, it whatever. It just again, if you're going to make it all public and you're going to make it all part of your celebrity, mm-hmm. then what? Then we have the right to judge it, and I'm judging it by saying the way that you treated the woman versus the way that you treated the man says that you don't have a very good relationship with the women in your life. Now she will clap back at us for saying that. Uh, I don't care, but I, I also don't care because she's not listening. Yeah, but but I think I would just say it doesn't make you look like you value your relationships with women the same way that you do with men not at all not at all now i believe jordan woods by the way is in a relationship i believe she's still in a relationship with carl anthony towns our very own he's oh. a minnesota timberwolf well please so come we'll to minnesota. take you jordan yeah uh hold on i just want to double check that they're still together it yeah and here's as though I, they are. I will go back to the story and say again we thought that that she was going to like have some like come you know they were all going to get back together and you know have a kumbaya moment after this all went down oh no like mm-hmm. it was real they really burnt that bridge oh big time and she's you know she's better off left to fend for herself you know what though i hopefully she will emerge victorious when we were 
when we reply, when we return on the <laughs> Colleen reply. and Bradley show, what pandemic food find are you bringing with you into the post-pandemic world? 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls after this on My Talk 1071. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Science proves quality sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. The Sleep Number 360 Smart Bed senses your movements and automatically adjusts to help keep you both effortlessly comfortable. And it's temperature balancing, so you stay cool. So you're at your best for yourself and those you care about most. Life-changing sleep, only from Sleep Number. It's our ultimate Sleep Number event. Save 50% on the Sleep Number 360 Limited Edition Smart Bed plus special financing, only for a limited time. Special financing subject to credit approval. Minimum monthly payments required. See store for details.